Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. This is so much whale, and the ocean is just filled with them. What if we had less whales, and we could have more (laughs) money? Chaotic evil is people, I would say that it's just like off the scale, just like destruction, chaos, and mayhem. Yeah, Uh, the Joker types. Yeah, he's yeah, he's probably chaotic evil. Yeah, he's he's literal chaos. I have yeah, such a so hard would... time thinking of a better chaotic evil than the Joker. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, and I would I would say that the uh, comedian, yeah, chaotic neutral for sure. I think that's a good one. Hmm. It's Great tough. Movie. What are, What are you, Jimmy? Um, fuck, really, I'm lame. I'm a I'm a Morty. You're a Morty. Yeah, I'm oh. a Morty. What is it? What is a What is a Morty on the alignment chart? I don't know, I'm probably awful fucking good. Just fucking lame as shit. Awful good. La- lawful good. Oh, lawful good. Yeah, I'm probably awful fucking like good. A, like like a paladin type character. Uh, 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 or? I want I want to be. Uh, yeah, paladins are typically lawful good. I mean, I want to be a neutral good of. You know, if if it laws bad, I won't. I won't do it, but I, I do it most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes I sometimes I stream movies. Can I be neutral good if I stream movies for free? Am I neutral good? It's it's all kind of theoretical, anyways. So yeah, exactly. It's not shit. Exactly. It's 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 the equivalent of what's your fucking Harry Potter house, but for D and D nerds. Yeah. <laughs> I am not Slytherin. Goddamn it! I don't want to be some kind of racist <laughs> prick. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be the fucking Nazi fucking yeah house. Oh wait, is Look, that is that Ravenclaw or is that Slytherin? I think they're both kind of predisposed to. I don't not know. You got bubbles. Malfoys, and they're all got blonde hair and blue eyes and shit. I would, I would say that's probably the fucking Nazi camp. If Crab and Goyle are ugly as fuck. They don't seem like neo Nazis. The neo Nazis got to tell somebody what to do. They're just yeah, they're the thugs. <laughs> yeah, they're the ugly thugs. They're the police of the situation. Yeah, Ha-ha. exactly. I love painting with a broad brush. <laughs> yeah, fuck the police. Got him. Rex. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've watched enough uh, uh, police brutalizing peaceful protesters that uh, yeah, they they all they're all bad. So in the same, if sense, they're if they're not all bad, uh, I haven't. I'll, I'll tell you what. Of all the police uh, brutalizing uh, peaceful protesters, I haven't seen a single cop. Uh, either A, stop and make sure someone's okay, or B, stop one of his buddies from brutalizing another cop. So I'm just going to say the, the entire institution's lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, for fi- sure. Find, find me the one example of a cop making sure a protester's okay, and find me the one video of a cop pulling his maniac uh, cop co-worker beating the shit out of a peaceful protester and then and then i'll tell you that maybe there's some good cops but i haven't i haven't seen them yet i haven't seen a single video showcasing that and don't show me that fucking cops kneeling in some fucking symbolic bullshit gesture but they laid that, their that shields down the because sh- shields on I, the ground jamie I, i've heard shit that the cops afterwards started beating the shit out of people so i heard that I, too. Yeah, so good. Uh, it's all we're yeah. we're all gonna see things through a particular lens. I'm just having a really hard time looking past these these conversations with folks who are adamant 
that our society is going to be better off by maintaining that institution or acting as apologists for what the police are currently doing. Yep. I, I just, because I have to, like, I, I'm, I'm surrounded by people like that. I mean, and I know they're yeah, not you, bad you, people. Like, I love a yeah. lot of these people. So what do I do? <laughs> like, oh, uh, <laughs> like, it's not, it's not good. Like, I don't support the institution. I, I can't find any good reasoning behind it. If these types of people... Uh, you know, are truly good if they're upholding a law, then that means that they are going to be evident inside or outside of the ability to be able to unjudiciously exert their force on others, thereby making it a more equitable situation just by them not having a uniform on. Just have them assimilate into the culture, and instead of having to worry about calling a police every time you need help, you can just look to your community members and maybe even recognize that that goodness inside of yourself is something that you need to help others out with. Not that this should turn into some kind of Mad Max hellscape in which uh, everyone's trying to establish themselves within a, uh, a a unilateral pecking order. Guys, I'm the new cop now. I'm the uh, cop. I'm, I'm the just cop. going to walk around the neighborhood with my cowboy hat on yeah. and a pistol and just say that I'm the new cop. I, okay, so I'm okay with a guy walking around with a hat on saying he's the fucking sheriff. I don't but know as I soon as as soon as they start walking over and being like, "Hey, I noticed that you were jaywalking there," or "Hey, I noticed you were smoking a doobie," like, they, you know, there there has to be some kind of understanding that individuals have the right to live their lives how they see fit. Like the number of times that I've heard of people getting pulled over for not wearing their goddamn seatbelt. The only, the only reason why you should be cited for not wearing your seatbelt is because there's a potential for you to fly through your windshield, you turn into a projectile, and then you don't really have a choice what happens to your body. But, I mean, really? Like, is that, is that, 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 that can't be the conclusion that, that lawmakers came to. More so is like, it's in people's best interest that they do this particular thing, so we're going to create punitive action around it. Like like so many other things in our society, which I mean, it's yeah. not it's not even about producing a net positive for everybody. Yeah, it's probably. I mean, you, you just know, need to fund cops, yourself. Cops have quotas, so I mean, I I yeah. think you can make arguments that aren't just uh, you know we should turn all the cops into hamburgers and could instead make arguments of saying that uh, quotas are bad for police because they got to make up crimes and you know just make arguments of how. Uh, things that make uh, police uh, officers inherently trash. Someone was floating around the idea of qualitative immunity. Quality, uh, here, Qual- I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, Quality, quantity, quanti- I can't, fuck me. I want to sound smart, and I can't even think of my smart words. But anyway, so getting rid of that, uh, so that way cops can't just say, I was scared and never be held accountable for their crimes, and then also... Along with that, sliding in there that qualified, qualified immunity. Thank you, Jesus. I was like, well, it's one of the Q words. Uh, so qualified immunity, get rid of that. But then also slipping in a thing in there saying that, hey, if one of your cop buddies uh, murders somebody and you're there, you're also going to go down for it. Yeah, maybe not for murder, but uh, manslaughter or something. Yeah. Uh, so that way, instead of it just being uh, the blue shield of, hey, we're all going to have each other's backs and murder as many people as you want, we don't care, be, hey, 
You better not fucking choke this guy out and murder him for no goddamn reason because I'm not going to go down, you piece of shit. I think that would make a better culture. But it's – I, I, I it's totally hard to agree. argue against that kind of stuff of just, hey, maybe if someone murders an innocent person, they should be held accountable. I feel like if you're dealing with uh, – <laughs> even I would think even if you're conservative as hell, you could – you would, you would, if you're arguing, no, they should be able to kill as many innocent people as they want and not be held accountable. You're you're talking to a crazy person, and it just 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 stop arguing with them. There, there's nothing you can say. Yeah, there's there's really no breaking through at that point, which is really disappointing. It's disheartening for for people like us who genuinely would like to engage these folks in discourse and change their minds for the better. Not to say that. I don't think either of us believe that we have some kind of sacred knowledge about these topics, but no, I feel as though I have like a really basic understanding of a good many things, and uh, oh. that basic understanding is enough to be able to just reason on a really basic like two plus exactly. two equals four kind of level. Like, well, exactly, and 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 I th- yeah, I don't think you or I have secret super knowledge. It's just when no. you break something down, it, it's just so blaringly in your face obvious yeah once you've uncovered the hood of all the lies you've been told since you were born and go oh. huh when you remove this veneer of meritocracy uh religiosity bullshit that says uh things are great and you look under it things aren't actually great things aren't great yeah <laughs> like I- i'm tired of people telling me i live in the greatest nation on earth or the, like the the idea you that just like friends. my existence here it's like you know sure my existence is cof- comfortable in a good many aspects i i have a car that you know it, it gets me around with minimal um maintenance uh and i've been given you know a lot of what i have uh you know like i i haven't like i haven't slaved away uh, you know, doing a bunch of, like I'm, I'm a privileged member of society is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. and even when I look at things like this qualified immunity, for example, uh, I'm, I'm, I was just reading a little bit about it on a, a Wikipedia page and the first sentence, um, qualified immunity is a legal doctrine in the United States federal law, which shields government officials from being held personally responsible for discretionary actions performed within their official capacity, unless their actions violate. And this is the best part air quotes, clearly established federal law. I don't know if they oh, meant yeah. that to be ironic, but I feel like clearly established in air quotes is the best air quotes you could ever have. Yeah. Like there's a quote, it's right there. It's like clearly established. It's like, okay, what does clearly established mean? Obviously it's not clearly established. It, it, yeah. It's a mind fuck. Yeah. It's I like, wait a it. second. How clearly established can it be if it's in yeah. air quotes? So, like, all this, like, clearly established, <laughs> like, is it clearly established that I'm privileged? I think I so. Maybe. I, I, I think it's, well, I think it's absolutely uh, apparent, you know, to a certain extent. But as soon as you start peeling back the veneer, it's like, well, I'm not privileged enough that I can, like, go walk out in the random woods and start building a house. Because I know that somebody out there has a legal right to come up and shoot my ass if they see me chopping down one of their trees. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or some kind of bullshit like that. It's like, right, they, right, right. I'm sorry, were you using this tree? It's like, no, but you're on my land. Blam! I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I guess I'm dead now. Uh, and then the and then the cop comes over and like kneels next to my body and be like, protecting the protesters, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, exactly. 
it's 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 a funny world we live in, man. And in the it's exhausting. I, I don't think uh, like on one hand, I I want to like I want to love these people for like teaching their children the thing that they absolutely uh, you know believe to be true. Like, what else can you do with your offspring other than raise them within a belief system which you find to be wholesome and a guiding practice that leads you to a hopeful outlook. Sure, yep. but you you're not this. you're not taking into account all of the other extrapolations from that. Like w- what kind of reasoning is that going to lead you to? How many things are you going to have to cover up or how many dots will you have to connect in that person's mind ultimately misleading them? from all of the terrible atrocities that are going on in their society in order to, I I don't know, uh, you know, like uh, perpetuate a belief system, which you think is worthwhile. Right. I'm like, I I don't, I don't even want to, I don't even feel the need to say something disparaging there. It's like, because I know a lot of these people are doing it out of the goodness of their heart. I know a lot of people are good. It's not, it's not like good Christian parents are, I'm going to fuck this kid up so good. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna instill fear in them and tell them what hell is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though that's exactly what it is, it's like mental torture. Like I remember that from. I'm sure we talked about this before, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ad nauseum for sure. Oh yeah, it's like it was. That was a terrifying concept. You know, when I was young, that was one of the driving forces behind my involvement in uh, religious institutions. Is I was afraid. Uh, that you know like they were how how is it ethical it's like you're going to keep your children from watching pg-13 movies and at the same time be like and if you touch yourself you know the devil will send you to hell and he will (laughs) he's gonna stab your balls with a pitchfork for all (laughs) eternity Uh, the devil actually lives in your penis. Yeah. Don't listen to it. Yeah don't don't you dare touch that thing random question do you have your MP3 recorder on? Uh, yeah, it's been going. Nice. I just want to make sure because I know sometimes it doesn't start. Uh, yeah, it is. On its own. It's going. I've got a file size of uh, 33.4 right now. That's right. That file, Check me though. out. I feel like our podcast is. This is. We're in the the four play the four horsemen of the apocalypse of. You know, a month ago, when we tried to find articles, all the articles were about Corona. But now all the articles I find are about the protests going on. You know, you can't, it's hard, It's harder and harder to find niche things. Just talk about the relevant issues, like whatever you, whatever you care to talk about. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I'm so exhausted. I'm pretty tired too. Uh but I think it certainly helps me to, you know, to express my tiredness to somebody else. So thanks, yeah, that's Jimmy. Fair. <laughs> like, yeah, you got it. <laughs> I, like I don't, I don't fucking care if we're talking about a a night parrot found to have poor vision keeps running into things in the dark. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is actually a really sad story. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> Why, where did you find? I don't think I sent that. I'm just I'm just browsing, not the onion. <laughs> oh, nice. I'll, uh, yeah, I don't think I sent that. Yeah, the, you sent the one with the, the French footballer that got suspended for biting his opponent's penis. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, if someone's penis is in your mouth, mm-hmm. I mean, can you be held accountable for that? Yeah, I, can you can you prove that he? In, it it all depends on what went where, right? Yeah. 
if someone puts their penis in your mouth, I feel like you have the right to do whatever you want with it, right? <laughs> I mean, that was it. Yeah, it was their prerogative it, it, to maintain I mean, their if bodily it, sovereignty. I'm, yeah, I mean, if it if it wasn't put there, you know, in a consensual type manner, right? Mm-hmm. They, oh, then yeah, then you just fucking yeah, you bite. Like I remember that one scene on uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption, I think it is, where oh yeah, the guy's talking about like uh, using an ice pick to rape. Oh yeah, hit him in the head. And, yeah. yeah, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna bite your dick off," and the guy's like, "Well, never yeah. mind." It's like, man, glad that worked. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad that I watched that extra that extra show of Jeopardy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your jaw clenches when this item is struck through your temple. What is an ice yeah. pick? <laughs> what is ice pick? Yeah, that is some that is some very niche knowledge. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, it, it required ten stitches. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's some. That's a hard bite. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. Uh, I mean, well, speaking of fucked up shit, that reminds me of the Armin Mayway story, which I think we Oh, no, before. no. He tried to bite that guy's dick off, and he couldn't no. bite his dick off. And I think too it's, rubbery. It's too rubbery, yeah. like I guess it's like the urethra, or not the urethra, the, um, well, what's the tube called? The P-tube. Urethra? Is that the urethra? I thought that was just the yeah. end of it. I thought the whole thing was called that. Whole thing's urethra. The u- so he tried, maybe that's just like too... Cartilage. I don't even know what that fucking made out of. It's got to be like a different tube. material. <laughs> flesh like. It, it's the just flesh yeah. tube. It's like uh, some old calamari. Uh, we're not yuck yummers, but that's yuck. That's fucking gross. Well, biting, don't do that. Biting somebody's dick off is certainly yuck. And I that's don't, pure yuck. I don't I give don't a shit bad. if that's yeah, your thing. You. Like, you don't help. do that. Don't bite help. people's dicks off. You can you... only do it once. Who are you going to play with? Who are you going to play with if you go out and you bite everybody's dick off? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then, who, then whose dick uh, are you going to have to, like, play bite off? You know, like, ah, I don't know. Get get some help, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Some... That's what therapy's for. Yeah. Or, or it, you know, if you're really into it, then maybe you can turn a career out of it if you're, if you're also pretty good with your feet. You know, pretty athletic. <laughs> Wait, foot fetish? No, you can uh, you can just be a French footballer and go around and oh, bite people's you. dick. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but he got in trouble. That doesn't even make sense. Oh, how much trouble did he really get in? Two two hundred euros, man. Yeah. Five times worth it. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a French footballer. I'm sure he's got. Well, he's an amateur footballer. Okay. Oh, he's suspended for five years. That's actually gonna. That'll probably yeah. do some damage. Good goodbye career. Yeah, that's it. Like five years suspension basically means that you're out. And it, when you come back, they'll be like, "Oh, I hope you trained up, you penis biter. You'll you'll forever yeah, be known exactly. as the guy that bit that guy's dick." Be like, "Oh yeah, I remember you. You played back five years ago before you bit that guy's dick." Yeah. <laughs> hey, nobody's gonna fuck with you though. You you'd be like the uh, Mike Tyson of penises. Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah. Don't <laughs> steal the ball from that guy. Bite your fucking dick. <laughs> oh man, uh, it'd be the greatest offense ever. Just let them, just let, just let them score. It's not worth it. I just came across an article about Magic: The Gathering, one of my favorite games. Oh boy, disgusting! It's a horrible game. Oh boy, that game. oh boy. That it, you can't hate capitalism and like Magic: The Gathering. Magic: The Gathering is literal oh, yeah. capitalism. It is pretty capitalism. Yeah, it, it, it couldn't. 
be much I don't I have a hard way of imagining making it more capitalism like of creating artificial prices by restricting the release of certain cards but then also having yeah I don't know some cards just be fucking better and they goddamn know they're better oh yeah like it, it is the, it's all just a big um a big racket uh yeah. I I I, I totally understand where you're coming from and it, and and I've tried to combat that a number of ways within our our w- within the people that I play with um but suffice to say I just gave up on that shit because they're hardcore capitalists that are totally blinded by their willingness to continue to engage within it so keep spending yeah, I, I mean I feel like after a point after you've spent so many hundreds if not thousands of dollars into it you're kind of uh you want to convince yourself that it was worth it. Oh yeah. So you want to keep well, playing. And I still have fun playing it. it. I mean, it does, it does become a little bit of a groan fest whenever one of these, you know, whenever one of these plays occurs with, with you know, with what you're talking about, somebody just yeah. like drops this bajillion dollar piece of cardboard and you're like, Oh man, I guess I just lose now. That really sucks. Like yeah. I had, I had played to the best of my ability and I try to use, you know, utilize all of these supposed skills that I think I might be using while playing this dumb game. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden they're just like, I have this huge bomb. You lose. Yep. <laughs> it's like, hmm. yeah. Magic well, the Gathering made me a board game boy. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's a good way to do it because then you have, well, especially in games where you have, um, uh, a, you know, a lack of RNG, like a lot of, a lot of dice, uh, are present in most board games. I'm not. Well, th- there's a lot of mo- modern games that you have not only uh, no RNG but perfect knowledge as well, which mm-hmm. really kind of makes like it's kind of like Go. Have you played Go? No. Well, Go is maybe it's like an ancient game. It like super old. You play on a grid and you just like lay little pebbles on the intersection of the grids in order to try to capture your opponent's pieces. Oh, I think I've played it on graph paper before. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty it's a pretty basic game, but you have perfect yeah. knowledge and there's no RNG. So, yep. I mean, as far as like really testing your metal, that's that's a good way to do it. Uh, and you don't have to worry about uh, you know somebody's like imagine playing a game of chess and you find out that all of your opponent's pawns do the same thing as your queen. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Like, Wait a second, like how can I get mine to do that? And I was like, well, you have to you pay the company. $500. Yeah. <laughs> you have to pay the company that makes this game. I was like, well, wait, but they're making the game imbalanced by doing this kind of thing. It's like, yeah, well, I have the right to imbalance it because I paid more money for my pieces than you. Exactly. Like, exactly that. <laughs> i can't do it i can't fucking do it it's pretty ridiculous i mean it does make it that much sweeter whenever you end up do winning because oh. you just have a better strategy or something yeah. like that but uh, this one only cost me 30 dollars this entire deck and that one card you have there cost 30 dollars. does yeah. it feel bad does it feel bad it feels it feels really good to me i <laughs> but yeah. that hardly ever happens so it's really just like i'm, I'm like sitting there just like whacking off while they're like ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> look at me yeah. money max biggie <laughs> allow yeah. me to twiddle my mustache <laughs> but what's the uh, article about magic the gathering say uh it is about uh well it says magic the gathering but they're owned by hasbro i believe right um i didn't realize that yeah wizards of the coast is owned by hasbro i'm pretty sure wow damn um here let me WC. what doesn't hasbro fucking own 
they're they're like the uh, the board game conglomerate of board games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, it's Hasbro. Uh, Jesus. Um. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? They probably like own all the shit. Yeah, they own all kinds of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think it, if you started going down the tube of, damn, yeah, that's a well, huge parent company. So for for the folks out there that aren't aware, uh, Magic the Gathering has many pieces. Uh, you know, like thousands and thousands of different cards that do different things. Or and some of them do literally the same thing. Some of them are, are yeah, functional reprints is what that uh. would be called. Absolutely. They they do literally the same thing with different names. Maybe even different yeah. colors. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But this particular article is about uh, Magic the Gathering and or Hasbro banning culturally offensive cards. And I can only imagine that this would be in response to some of the protests that have been going on lately. I would assume, but wait, what what are one of the culturally insensitive ones? It's pretty damn culturally insensitive. It's called Invoke Prejudice. And uh, it's literally got... real? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, Send me a link. Okay, let me see if I can... uh, I'll just cut Invoke Prejudice? Invoke Prejudice, yeah. Is it someone? Is it someone waving a Confederate flag, being prejudiced? I think like, it's what? actually worse, to be honest. Wait, it's bad. Uh, so for for our listeners, Wait, invoke prejudice word. depicts uh, a group of oh. one, two, three, four, five oh, hooded <laughs> hooded men in pointy oh, no. pointy hoods. <laughs> the one in the front is has a battle axe, oh. uh, like a big old executioner axe. And uh, it's called Invoke Prejudice. That's the name I of the mean, card. It would be mono blue. For for those of you Magic players out there, blue is the color of evil in this game. The thing is, so so have you ever seen a Spanish priest before? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, um, that's so, that's is that where that comes from? Like, is I that where know. the KKK got their got their look? I don't know where they got the look, but I'm just saying, you know. Not to, I mean, I don't care. I'm defending the card. There's other things out there that have pointy whatevers, and also they're 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 black hooded creatures, not white. So it's not even necessarily. I mean, certain ghosts have little. I don't know. I'm I'm a white person. I, I can I'm allowed to make horrible takes. <laughs> I could be making a horrible take right now. I. I could see why someone would be offended, but at the same time, it says I invoke almost... prejudice. It says invoke prejudice, and they're they're hooded, they're pointy hoods. <laughs> yeah, I guess the I guess the fact that it has the name that it has is the bad part. Well, look the if you if you they... read the spell, it says destroy target non black or destroy target black creature. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh God, good God. <laughs> Some spells do say that though, but the uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess so. I guess the thing that's bad is the name that it has combined with the art, right? If it had a different name, I feel like you could get away with, well, maybe it's something else. But the fact that it's called Invoke Prejudice combined with KKK. Wait, like, did you read what the spell actually does? It actually does stand a reason. Wait, if an opponent casts a summon spell that does not match the color of one of the creatures under your control, that spell is countered. 
Yeah, uh, it counters it counters um, creature spells that are not the color of creatures you have. Yeah, that's pretty. It sounds pretty racist to me, man. I, everything about this card is screaming <laughs> racist ass magic card. Just saying, it looks like it, and it's a shit card too. Like I don't, I don't think it's even that great of a card. Yeah, that's probably why they were willing to get rid of it. They're like, this is one of our original releases when our art was trash, and uh, this card is also trash. So uh, here you go. So what is this little tidbit underneath the picture of the card? It says, Wizards also acknowledged that the last four digits of Invoke Prejudice's original multiverse ID, which is the unique unique numerical code by which MTG cards are identified in the gatherer database, determined Mm -hmm. by chronological order of their release, mirrored a number with links to white supremacy, neo-Nazi, and the alt-right, 1488. What is 1488. I I don't know. There's probably a giant rabbit hole of oh yes, fourteen eighty eight was Paint symbols database. Okay, let's check it out. I ah uh... oh, man, popular. Oh my god, first symbol is fourteen, which is short for the fourteen words slogan. Oh man, let me read these. Here we go. We must secure oh, no. the existence them. of our people and a future oh, okay. for white children. And the second is 88, which stands for Heil Hitler, which H is the eighth <laughs> letter of the alphabet. Man, that, peop, that neo-Nazis are creative with their numbers. Man, they're just like, it's all like a bunch of hidden bullshit. It's almost yeah. like you can't come out and say exactly what you mean because then people would call you a douchebag and write you off. Right. Hmm. So you gotta hide it. So you gotta hide these, that shit so you can but they, dog whistle to your other asshole friends. Yeah. Ugh. And why would you even want to be friends with these people? It's the same problem I have with any community that simply sticks together because you have some kind of superficial tie. Like, like oh, you know, that person also happens to dislike someone of of a color that you dislike. Like, why does that even make you buddies? Like, is it just because your community becomes so niche at that point? There are so few people that that think in that particular hateful way that you're just like, okay, well, I guess we're just best friends now. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. God. Man, you know what, Tim? No one hates quite as good as you two. Yeah. (laughs) I was such good friends. Your hate makes me love. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I've looked all over for someone that could hate people as much as I hate people. (laughs) You made me. You made me understand the true meaning of hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess given all of the other dog whistles in this card, I guess the fact that it has the 1488 as its multiverse ID, it, it's just one too many things of like, okay, whoever made this was a racist asshole and somehow it flew under the radar when it came out in 1994, I guess. Yeah, that that's a huge surprise. Like, I, I mean, it, it, it just now that like, oh, wait, got gotta do something, you know, gotta do. right. I feel like, like this like, is the wrong way to do it. Just like nobody, nobody remembered that card. Just push it no, to the back no, of your mind. But exactly. That's the thing, Tim. Is that a lot of these corporations are trying to find ways to be woke right now, yeah. so that way they can get on the woke train and 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 
because it's all about it's a, it's a fucking cynical ploy. It's all about advertising. Can you get yourself in the spotlight of oh, this is what we're doing? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there'll be some shitty Yahoo news article written, or in this case, Dicebreaker dot com, that brings more awareness to it, that gets ad clicks. I don't know. I I'm a cynical yeah. asshole. No, no, no. I th- I think you you make an excellent point there. Like. I don't think I don't, anyone even remembered this. this card existed. Have you ever seen this card before? I have seen that card before, but I have wasted so much of my mental space on memorizing <laughs> okay. those fucking cards in hopes that it would allow me to beat the $200 pieces of cardboard that my my asshole friends sometimes play. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, cuz I've never seen it. I I've seen but... it before. I've never considered playing it though. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a pretty shitty card. Yeah. I, um, uh, even so, uh, it, it is, it's quite surprising that that got through R and D and they're just like, uh, yeah, send it to the printer. Yeah, for sure. Fine. Uh, Ku Klux Klan members with a battle axe invoke present prejudice, uh, a uni- multiverse ID 1488. Cool. Send it on through. Yeah. That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> how, how have we come so far? And then they're coming back, uh, uh, you know, this many years later and claiming that they're doing a good thing. It's like, we are going to stand by the black community and ban Invoke Prejudice. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh everybody clap for yourself. Yeah, clap for oh, ourselves. So We're so woke. We're so good. Oh, We're my God. This exact time. We're so fucking aware of everything that's going on right now. I mean, even Jamie Dimon kneeled in front of a giant bank vault, so he's good too now. Who's that guy? What did he do? Uh, Rich McAsshole McAss. We've talked about him before. He's one of the people that financed the that got that handled the monies after the 2008 crisis. He dealt with the uh, oh this the weird housing loan whatever shit after the fact and profited off of the crisis. Oh yeah, J.P. Morgan guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Uh, and he takes but, a knee. Wow, this guy, he knows what's up. Yeah, so he's like, look at my... I'm kneeling too. I'm gonna Therefore, take a knee. I'm a good person. Don't change the the system that enables me to profit uh, <laughs> off of people's suffering. But hey, uh, I took a knee. Which brings us to Biden. You know, why in the world is he not going to defund the police? I don't know. Because Oh my god. Maybe he plans on taking advantage of the fact that the police are in no, power one on, day. Honestly, uh my take is is that Biden is just so fucking dumb that he wanted to be woke. It's it, but he doesn't understand the issues enough to articulate it in a way to make actual activist and people on the ground happy so he's like okay people want to reform the police um all right here we go here's my hot take we're going to reform the police by giving them more money (laughs) they have the money they need to reform this is what you asked for right no it's not people are literally saying defund the police quite the opposite they're saying the exact opposite he's like oh fuck and that's not even as far as i feel like that's still like a um a watered down version of what a lot of people actually want which is to have uh police just removed from their neighborhoods like i don't want to see them in my neighborhood 
Like I, I, yeah. I, I view them in the same way that I would view, um, uh, I, I, well, I, I don't even know what, what the correct comparison is in our society because there's no other member of our society that has such unwarranted power to just walk around and fuck your life up at a moment's notice. It's like, I, I can't trust them just because of that. I don't care if they have good stuff in mind or not. Like they have yeah. so much goddamn power and they're wearing a, a fucking gun on their hip. I, I don't, I, I'm just going to like try to play it as cool as possible. And you know hope. what I think they should be replaced with? What cops? Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, remember public safety when we went to Berea? Yeah. Yeah. I remember them golf carts. Just let have public safety. Just have like these dumb asses with golf carts and flashlights. Yeah. And I, then yes and no, because I remember one of those public safety guys eventually went on to kill somebody slightly off campus. But that's a different issue. That he didn't, but he didn't kill. He didn't them. do it while he was public safety in. Exactly, <laughs> he was just a bad person. Oh man, yeah. Well, I see. That's the thing. It's like I, I don't, I, I, I don't think it should be anyone's sole responsibility to go around and make sure everybody's staying, staying well within the bounds of the law. It's like people should just do that implicitly. And if people are breaking the law. We as community members should be able to have the courage to interact with with that situation if it's if it's brash no. or novel enough to interact with, and if it's not, it doesn't need to be a fucking law. Like we don't need to fucking worry about it. It's not that important. There are way bigger issues to worry about than somebody wearing their seatbelt uh, or I, I don't know. I, I I like to go back to that one, but I'm sure that there are a lot better examples. I don't know. I, I I just feel like you could break the police down into a bunch of different jobs that would be better placed than, you know, assholes with guns, right? You could have the, you know, the, the speed guy that mm-hmm. isn't on cocaine, but, you know, he just drives around <laughs> in his car. And if someone's driving, you know, unsafely 50 miles an hour, because, I mean, that is over the speed limit. That is an issue. Mm-hmm. They hit somebody. You're totally They're right. putting... They're putting up people's life at risk, right? And that yeah. guy doesn't need to have a gun, but he's just, uh, hey, uh, you wouldn't be driving, shouldn't be driving so fast. Here's your, you drove too fast ticket. And no one's going to kill that guy because all he does is tell you're driving too fast. He's not going to break into your car, find some drugs, and send you to jail forever. No. He's literally just going to give you a ticket. And that's it. So there's an end of interaction. There's an elephant in my neighborhood, and I feel like I need to talk about that at least because this this brings me to the next point. You know, there's a literal elephant. uh, There, well, there's you know a a pretty obvious thing that I feel is the next step in this process of ensuring that our society is is more equitable to its members, and, and that's military organizations. Uh, so if you don't have police officers that are walking around with guns and, and using extrajudicial force in order to control people, who's to say that the military is not going to do that and or are not doing that currently? <laughs> you know, I mean, as if that was a thing. I mean, they've called in the reserve in a bunch of different places. Exactly. So. Yeah, they, the the National Guard is yeah. has been called into a lot of places. A lot of governors have been instructed to dominate the streets, you know, all that kind of bullshit. And uh, even though I've been hearing a lot of military officials, uh, high-ranking military officials, speak out against the use of military violence against, or I mean, I hesitate to say violence, but that's pretty much what we're talking about whenever you bring the military in. Like, 
What are yeah. they going to do? Like, are they just going to like stand Ask there and look Kent menacing? State. Yeah, they're just going to like they're going to have civil discourse with the protesters in order to avoid any further issue. No, like they're there to bring their firepower. Like, what what yeah. what else is the military going to do in the circumstance? Of course, they're going to decry it as being a bad move because the military has some other use, which I yeah. don't really feel like going into right now. But if you if you're going to defund and or disintegrate police forces, I feel like you got to kind of do something similar with the military. Like you, you can't just like you, you can't continue to develop this hierarchy based on the monopoly of violence and the power that it provides those institutions. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, we spend way too much in the military, but that's a whole nother yeah. can of worms, but I'm, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> yeah. And then you like, well, it's, I feel like these are, <clears throat> this is part of the conversation that I have with these, the folks I was talking about earlier. Like they, they'll automatically bring it. Well, they'll, they'll jump right to the end and they'll just be like, all right. So how about somebody who is a believer in the nation of Islam comes over? <laughs> Wait, what? Well, they, well, they'll, they'll immediately like point out whatever <laughs> kind of the group they're uncomfortable with. S- yeah. Situation like, of of why we need these institutions. Yeah. What if what if a hoodlum with a gun? You know, like what whatever their yeah. whatever their insecurity is, it like immediately presents itself and like yeah. fill in the blank person I'm uncomfortable with does yeah. terrible thing that I think we yeah. can both communally like, agree is wrong. Bad. Yeah. How do we fix it? It's like what do you, what like how how yeah. is how is having a military fixing it? People still do that. Like I'm not, I don't get it. Like that's not a that's not a, a, a sufficient de-incentivization schedule in order to prevent people from making bad choices, which they always will. Like there's always going to be somebody that makes a bad choice. <laughs> right. And I mean, Whatever. yeah. And I think even in a defunded police environment where you've replaced most of the police jobs with just municipal jobs of people that are literally there to help people as opposed to find you guilty of a crime so they can fill their quotas. I think you would still in that instance probably have to have, some kind of SWAT equivalent team, but instead of them roaming the streets trying to fill quotas, it would be an as-needed basis of, oh, wow, we had a fucking school shooting. This is horrible. We need those guys, those guys that we only need every once in a while to do violence because someone is doing violence that isn't supposed to. We need those guys now. Oh, man. Well, that immediately gets pretty complicated. Because then you have to say, well, you know, why is the the paramilitary uh, police force not legitimate right now because of those issues? Oh, because they're roaming the streets, making our lives hell and terrorizing black neighborhoods. So that's why we don't want them. But, Jimmy, they wouldn't be <laughs> doing that if they weren't out there causing a ruckus, being looters and rioters and shit. Like... Why would the police officers even be out there if there weren't protesters that were decrying their ability uh, to be able to do that? Wait, I'm talking about before the protest. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, I don't don't know. I was was trying to like like you you get into this never-ending cycle of chicken and egg kind of thing. Oh, yeah. What happens first? Yeah. I mean, Like who threw the rock that ultimately led to somebody getting bazooka'd? Uh, well, there's this guy named, oh, what's the fuck? Is Michael A. Wood Jr.? Is that what it is? Let me look it up. Michael A. Wood Jr. 
Yeah, Michael Wood Jr. Uh, he's uh, been on Joe Rogan and Jimmy Dore and a bunch of other shows. He came out in 2016, 2015, uh, left the Baltimore Police Department to come out and talk about his experience about being a police officer uh, for 20 years, I believe, and uh, talking about uh, the implicit biases and issues within it. And uh, he talks extensively about how uh, you, you have quotas to meet and uh, just basically, even if he got stationed in a white neighborhood to find crime, mm-hmm. that he would go back to the black neighborhood and just make arrest and uh, for drug possession and stuff like that there because of just the biases of the system and everything else. Damn. Yep. It's fucked yeah, up. Makes the and job so I think that's just easier. the way it's built. Yeah, you just know that, you know, you're more likely going to find certain things there. Um, and also the community is used to being <laughs> abused. It's awful to say, but they're used to this kind of treatment. Like, you can't just go down to Whitey McWhiteville and start patting down old white ladies for marijuana, you know. It's just not accepted in our society. But for whatever reason... Well, for lots of reasons, it's accepted in black, poor black neighborhoods. So, <sighs> well, I I can't really rely on this guy to. I mean, like if he he participated in it, I'm glad he's decrying it now. But yeah. even so, like, well, I like I I was attracted to the profession at one point in my life. In fact, before yeah. I went to college, so you could have done it. You could have been that guy. You could yeah, have been this guy. I would. Well, no, no. Well, I'm no. I'm definitely not going to take credit for the fact that he's he's doing you know fantastic things with his life now. But um, like I, you know, I thought I was going to be one of those guys that was going to be able to change the system from within. You know, like I, I was. Yep. I was going to be one of the good ones. Uh, yep. You know the the Andy Griffith esque cop that ran around and unhook the, exactly. the the lost cow from the fence or you know what, whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. like i was gonna i wanted to do that kind of shit and after a while it's just like i you know i can't you know i, I can't believe that this is how our like i you you, you can't uh here what's a, what's a good metaphor to use here um you can't put out a fire with more fire and yeah. it's it's really hard to change something from the inside when you are kind of paying tithe to it by participating yep. within it. Yep. It's like you're giving it more power and really like you're you're only putting yourself on the chopping block if you're going to be one of those individuals who's going to try to change things from the inside. You'll immediately just become you know a a target uh, and, and you're you're kind of like making yourself known to an institution that already looks very negatively upon any type of dissension oh yeah so if you're going to be one of those guys it's like hey you know like i don't think it's that big a deal that we arrest guys for for petty drug charges and they're going to be like yeah you must have petty drug charge exactly well but it's what's fucked up is almost like this is similar for any institution i was talking uh with someone the other day and it's like even if, let's say, you work for a major corporation, you know the major corporation does something shitty, it's not like you could just go and start working for McDonald's and expect to just 
change it you know no one would believe that right like, imagine it with like literally any prison i'm going to start working at walmart as a lowly employee and i'm going to be able to be make real. it a good company like yeah. that's fantasy thinking why would people think that's true for fucking cops yeah it, it doesn't work that way and i'm sure that there are glass ceilings in 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 that community of people's just as there are in any other type of employment um i, I just it's just it, it's it's so much more militant like i mean I, I guess you could like know some folks or uh fulfill your quotas to the best of your abilities for however many decades yeah. until you just finally become try, a chief yeah try to fill your quotas without terrorizing black neighborhoods somehow yeah. and it's only until that you know you get to that level of dedication that you are sitting in your office one day as a police chief and then you have maybe the you know the banker down the street walks in and be like hey so uh here's your paycheck i was like what paycheck i was like you know the paycheck you know yeah for you looking the other way every police chief gets it yeah well you know not not to insinuate that every single police police chief is is in somebody's pocket but I'm sure that there is knowledge that is available only to that tier, uh, you know, of of um, the civil servants. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you know uh, certain uh, businesses and towns donate large amounts of money to their local police departments, and mm-hmm. they probably get, and I'm sure they get special treatment. I mean, I think that they might. Yeah, I mean, that that's I kind would. of how the the exchange works in a capitalistic society. Like the reciprocity right. is based solely on how much money you pump into something. Exactly. Which is our entire issue of our entire political system. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah. money so is still worth money be even any if different. you steal it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We've talked about that many times about the dirty magic of money. Yeah. It doesn't matter where it came from. doesn't matter how you got it. It's the same. You, you have it now. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, it's, it, we just have to ensure that we're, you know, we're not simply justifying the, one, the worth of money uh, or the power that an individual has based on that very fact, you know, the development of this idealistic meritocracy. Uh, and the same goes for, for police chiefs. Like, just because you have someone that is in the upper echelons of a civil service position does not indicate that they are someone who is good uh, yeah. not to also yeah. insinuate, you know, just in case we have some folks listening uh, that, that disagree with this fact or that maybe personally know some folks that have reached upper echelons of those civil service positions nah. because they're legitimately good individuals that work hard. I'm sure that yeah. that's the case sometimes too. Doubt it. I think so <laughs> no I think way. you, I mean, I, I mean, look at the fucking higher ups in any fucking corporation. It's just, Whoever is the best at eating shit. Oh, the from, ruthless folks. Exactly. It's willing to cut yeah. other people to get an edge on them. Yeah, I don't know. That makes me I, think of a movie character. What is that? Who, who, who is it? I feel like it was like when one of the one of the most recent Batman films uh, in which uh, somebody decries Batman's weakness as being that he can't take a life and that that subtle difference is what's going to mean the difference or i mean it's basically going to be the deciding factor in a life or death situation or whether or not the person who's willing to take a life is going to succeed in the instance that he is not willing to take that same life 
Hmm. Which I mean, I think does ring true to a certain extent in reality. You know, the the individual yep. who is willing to go that step further is usually going to be the person who's going to succeed. I, I, don't, I don't think that there are many circumstances that I can think of right offhand. Well, outside of right. just like general temperance or whatever the right. fuck that means, um, that is going to succeed over their counterpart. Like it, it, exactly, it's just and how so it works. So to go along with the Michael Wood Jr. story of it's easier to make arrests and meet quotas in black neighborhoods mm. than white neighborhoods. So if we just look at arresting black people as a means to get a promotion you're going to do it more right and the person that's like well yeah. i'm supposed to be in this white neighborhood and make an arrest here but is having a real hard time meeting my numbers i mean why would that person get promoted over the other guy right when you create a system that the the reward structure is based on you doing bad i don't see how See, and this bad is the gets, thing. Bad promotes you. Doing good doesn't get you promoted. Well, but that's the relative portion, right? Like, how exactly have we established what is good and bad in our society? So is is the quota fulfillment the good thing? Yeah. Ultimately, the idea that we have some type of Calvinist it, work ethic that's being fulfilled by a civil servant whom is paid yeah, exactly. with taxpayer you're dollars. Stopping, you're stopping more crime, right? It's a way to try to— Stopping crime. Yeah, it's a try to wonk and try to add a, a layer of science to your— your 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 department of look how effective they are. They did so much. Look at how many arrests they had. I feel like you don't even have to you don't even have to go that that many steps back in order to to see that the the greatest good out of this situation is that exactly that fewer people are committing crimes. How do you ensure that fewer people are committing crimes? Well, first and foremost, if you are taking a survey, the larger your population size, the more accurate your data is going to be. And if you happen to base a lot of your surveys on a particular type of person, you're going to get a skewed result. And the same thing happens whenever you're going to target disenfranchised communities. You're going to get a particular different non-representative result uh, out out of that population. So yeah. why not just just backtrack that data a little bit? Like the right. stop and frisk thing, right? Like you're, of right, course right. you're going to find higher instances of people carrying uh you know drugs or weapons or whatever kind of illicit contraband because you're just checking more people. It's like it, it, the, the yeah. ratios work exactly. out. It's it's like the whole China thing we talked about a while back. It's like, "Oh, well if you had to guess that something would be more prevalent anywhere on the planet than anywhere else, what would you guess? China every time. There's just more people. Yeah. There's, There's just more, more people." people. Yeah. Uh and in this particular circumstance, like our society probably needs to backtrack to the point that we define what is good on the basis. Well, that's, but that's like the whole issue of like the police department is it's like, that's why I was talking earlier of like number one things to change the police department is getting rid of quotas because the goal isn't crime reduction, right? Yes. It's, arresting as many people as possible because that's how they make money for whatever reason yeah for for making money <laughs> that's, for, that's for, how for they receiving fund the funding uh-huh. exactly finding people yeah well so could you just like extrapolate from this that uh, like many government institutions also need to kind of be deconstructed as a result like if it's all still like based on a monetary system you know how 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 deep in do you gut the system 
All of it. Fuck it. It's all broken. I hate all of it. Burn it all down. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Hey, hot take from Jimmy, everybody. <laughs> Cops are bad. Cops know. are bad. Uh, you know, I I I saw um one of my uh, it's an an acquaintance of mine <laughs> posted online the other day. I just need to like not have my friends in real life or people that I I commune with in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, be my friend on social media. I, I think I need to distance them as far as I can. So I feel like that's the worst. That's the worst side of folks. Like it's the most tribalistic, silly, yeah, yep. uh, condensed oh, oh, version. Oh, I'm on this team. Yeah, and and I'm going to signal to all of my buddies. Like I, yeah, I, I want I want everyone to know that I support these people. I mean, it's kind of like the same folks who like to wear their. Uh, uh, their political orientation on their bumper and or flagpole. Like, I, I don't give a shit. Like, I mean, thanks for letting yeah. me know that you're the, you're the, the, the village racist, but <clears throat> like, yeah, apart from that, you know, this is a really lame way to do social activism. Not that I'm doing a whole lot better right now. Just yeah, sitting on my I mean, fucking I- computer and, and chatting on our podcast together <laughs> Key- keyboard warrior oh yeah. yeah i'm not doing shit yeah mike mike warrior mm-hmm. i have a yeah and i have a bumper sticker so i'm a piece of shit too god damn it jimmy i'm so disappointed yeah me too it's okay uh i like to think that our world would be oh back to this guy uh he made the claim that uh sarcastically so that we should just get rid of all police and see how the world uh, you know, see see what happens to society as a result, and he had yeah. like one of those little like emojis mm-hmm. that had like the laugh until you cry, one, like oh, like yeah, yeah, oh yeah, okay, yeah. he's saying that he's saying it ironically. He doesn't actually believe that. Yeah, at first you're like, yeah, man. Yeah, I, at first I was <laughs> like, yeah, like that... <laughs> let's let's play this thought experiment out in the comments. Like this is great, and then it's just like a flame war immediately starts. Like the first guy is just like, yeah, what about it? You know, like. <laughs> Let's yeah yeah let's try it out let's see what happens and the next person's like guns and shit everybody dies durka 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 <laughs> yeah no uh, yeah Facebook's trash I don't I mm-hmm. I, th- I mean I I've I've uh, long had the opinion that trying to have deep philosophical arguments with people over Facebook is never it's not productive yeah uh, arguments not- ad hominem abound too frequently. Yeah, they're <sighs> not. Yeah, they're not useful. <laughs> can't do it. Uh, it, yeah. yeah, nobody can distance himself far enough from their opinions uh, to be yeah. able to be critical of the subject matter in the conversation long enough for it to actually progress. It's like a first yeah. sign that somebody is naysaying your 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 tribe or your group, or maybe even just like I, I've I've seen people get upset when folks signal to their own group members. Uh, you know, not even in, a, in a, a way that is disparaging to the opposition, but more so just, yeah. you know, that they reference something that sounds like they're a part of a party that I, it's it's ridiculous. Like it takes so little to set people off. It's such tense. Oh, times. yeah. Trigger. Yeah. People get triggered real quick. Yeah. That, uh, not just not just libs. Every, everybody getting triggered. Too. Everybody getting, everybody triggered, getting triggered. Right. You see something's like. You said something that isn't my viewpoint. Yeah. How dare you? 
or you said something that I've misconstrued as being a dog whistle to your group that I am going to by proxy not like because my group told me that it's important for me to call them out in all instances lest they yeah. win, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What's one? Um, exhausting. Like I can't, I can't like say means of production around some members of my family. That's that's an that's an absolute but it, no. But it's so important. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and, and it's, it's it's a succinct way to describe a particular it's, phenomenon. It's, it's how the sausage gets made. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The means of production, how stuff gets produced. Yeah, but I it's mean, I guess they think could, it's a dog whistle to something else. It, it's like proxy I, conversation. I, I mean, it is. But it, I mean, kind of. But it's an it's an effective use of the term. Like it's an unambiguous phrase. Yeah. Like it 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 doesn't mean anything other than exactly what it is. But the only groups yeah. that really like use use, use that term right. commonly are uh, like socialists. socialists. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's difficult to be like blah 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 means of production blah 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 blah. And it's like means of production. How dare you? And I was like, no. how dare you acknowledge that workers are exploited yeah wait no i didn't say anything about workers being exploited i was talking about how the sausage got made man it's like sometimes the companies utilize the means of production in order to package their their sausages in this particular capacity yada 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 (laughs) you can't use it like that i know what you're doing i know what this is about (laughs) my family members don't have southern draws like that (laughs) that's okay you uh yeah i don't know you'll have to find a new way to repackage it without using the words repackage it without the means of production yeah okay <laughs> it's just so it's so convenient <laughs> uh, yeah it is useful it is a good shorthand which is why it must be distributed throughout no this <laughs> <laughs> is why the term means of production must be distributed equitably amongst a society yeah. <laughs> so that way people can't be exploited with shittier words i don't know that's right yeah we need an an egalitarian uh sentence structure yeah <sighs> yeah you got to well, be aware of that kind of stuff um I mean, yeah, it's I don't know. gotten to the point. Like, I'm seeing these. Uh, I'm seeing these thin blue line things pop up more and more. Um, yeah, increasing... well, I mean, people. Yeah, of course, people gotta draw a line in the sand and say where they stand. I'm not on the Black Lives Matter side. I'm on the thin blue line side. No nuance. Just all fucking symbolism. All in. Just dig your heels in. Double down. Yeah. Uh, it. it I mean, I hesitate to call them fascists. I'm pretty sure I've called them fascists before, but it would seem like the whole black or the the uh, blue lives matter, thin blue line, especially the Punisher thing, is is all about authoritarian fascism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if there was any other kind of, I think we've had this conversation many a time before. But why yeah. why don't people understand that that could possibly be construed that way? Like, I, I think it's. It, I know we just came from a conversation where we were talking about means of production being a potential dog whistle and people reacting to it in a harsh way. But the, you know, a, a flag is worth quite a few words. And mm-hmm. I think most of those are politically inflammatory. Uh, so why would you let your flagpole speak for you in such a context that 
your opinion could generally be construed as I support the police no matter what the police do. Yeah, I just um yeah, I I don't know. I feel like it's um it's like uh people create these myths that oh, if you only knew what the police had to deal with on a day-to-day basis, then you would understand why every once in a while things get out of hand and some blood gets on their hands. You know, you don't understand the depths that these heroes go to keep our our city safe. Like, you can't even imagine, like, kind of like the guy that you had in your Facebook, how awful... Our society would be without them. Therefore, no matter what they do, no matter how many brutality videos you show me, no matter how many examples we can see of them abusing their power, I'm going to stand beside them no matter what because I firmly believe we are better with them as they are in the current institution than whatever Mm -hmm. hippie bullshit you're talking about. Yeah, I don't feel like you even need to show like you don't even need to present them with evidence. Like shove it in their face all all you want, but isn't it just as simple to say like, hey, you know, like that that whole like human fallibility that causes people to do crimes? Why do you think that that doesn't extend to the human fallibility in police organizations? Well, like, now you're making people have to use logic, and then you're already you know. But it's it's not even like it's it's even an impartial sentence. Like it, it's not even a full thought, yeah. and and it already kind of sums up the whole like, hey, you know, people aren't perfect, so why do you trust them to act perfectly? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, gross. Yeah. Why? Why are you going to give gross. somebody power? Like, okay, so you think that folks are going to be greedy? So why in the world are you going to institute a political system or a social structure in the instance of an right. authoritarian force like police yeah. on individuals? Whom you already assume to try to take advantage of those types of structures, like right. God damn it! That, why? Yeah. Why do you? Why would you entrust uh, inherently greedy people with a system that uh, benefits that would reward and them. rewards greed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it only props it up even uh, further. Like, yeah. Exactly. God. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I. I have a lot of. Uh, like, there's a lot of weird cognitive dissidents, and I don't understand. You have the don't tread on me people which are the people that uh, like, are they like libertarians like or yeah yeah i mean traditionally uh, like libertarians usually go with that flag it's like anti-government anti-government but sometimes you'll see don't tread on me people or also like thin blue line people and it's just what are you doing man <laughs> how can you can't be both you can have one or the other you can be <laughs> A bootlicker, or you can be a gun-wielding libertarian. You can't be both. Oh, well, this is a this is interesting. That's actually called the Gadsden flag. Yeah. Huh. Yep. A timber rattlesnake is the uh, type of snake that is depicted there. Used by the Continental Marines in 1775. That's pretty Good neat. Year. Pretty neat thing. It was also used along with the Moultrie flag, which I find to be a lot more tasteful. I like as far as flags go. It's just a moon in the upper left-hand corner with the word liberty in it. 
<laughs> Perfect. Pretty, Enough said. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty neat. That is pretty neat. Um but yeah, it's it's kind of become uh I mean it's 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 overly used at least. <laughs> yeah. And it's probably become many you know so far disconnected with its original usage that uh I mean kind of like the cross, right? Like I mean symbols oh. in general are pretty they they get convoluted pretty quickly. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, at one point in time, you know, that could have meant a good number of things. But, uh, you know, today, uh, a Confederate battle flag doesn't mean that you're a supporter of history. <laughs> Even though yeah. you're like, I'm trying to establish that I care a lot <laughs> about history. It's like, I would love to talk about history with you. Let's go over yeah. some historical topics. <laughs> it's like the first five minutes recognizing that they don't know fucking shit about history. It's like, yeah. So you don't really care about history at all. <laughs> yeah. What's That's the, not what any of this is about. Yeah. What's the point of this? <laughs> like, did you just like, did somebody just say like, hey, if they ask you about it, just to say it's a history thing. They're not going to yeah. double check you. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know history either. You'll be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, I see that you are representing the Gadsden flag. Like, Would you fucking call me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you mean my don't tread on me flag? As I refer to it as. You must be one of them commies calling me Gadsden like that. <laughs> Oh, there's some there's some good stuff from Benjamin Franklin right here. Does he say all cops are bastards? Is it one of Benjamin Franklin's hot? Mm-hmm. A man that would fund a police department over a library deserves neither a library nor a police department. Oh, there you go. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> that, I like that, that one. Is that a quote? <laughs> Do they even have cops back then? The cops even exist, from my understanding. I've I've, I've had it. I've, I've heard, and I haven't double checked that. Like the police as an institution that we know of now, was the the modern police was basically born out of um, slave uh, catchers, basically. Uh-huh. That the institution of slave catchers of people that would go and catch slaves and bring them back effectively became a police department of a paramilitary force that'd go around with guns, oh, catch black people, drag them back home, and that evolved over time to police department. I haven't done the legwork to map all the points, kind of like the evolution of whatever became, you know, human beings to say that, oh, yes, I can see the direct line, but I've heard that. Yeah, I, I think that uh, over time, the... American mythos has become entrenched with this, uh, I mean, basically a way to prop up unethical establishments like the one that you just mentioned. Uh, And we then start to look at all of our police officers as though they're this like wholesome vigilante sheriff type character that has come to save the disparaged town that can't protect itself. uh, either, Either through the implementation or, you know, like through the upholding of a, a, an already verified constitutional agreement amongst that community or by bringing their own specific brand of vigilante justice in order to restore order to the area. I don't know why this has perpetuated as long as it has, um, you know, a, apart from it just simply being something that makes people feel good. 
Um, yeah. Maybe they like the aesthetic that's associated with westerns. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they like John Wayne. I don't know. Um, Who doesn't like John Wayne? Not me. <laughs> oh. I'm not a huge fan. He's a terrible actor, dude. But that's what made him so good. Because he was just he just played himself. Yeah, <laughs> he was just like they're just like oh you just get on there just get on there and say the words well yeah. all right but not because you told me to yeah, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly oh god you get me every time john wayne <laughs> like, oh, nice <laughs> perfect nailed it uh yeah there, there's uh I, I think that's probably it uh you know it's it's the you know, you choose what you want to believe, even though you know in the back of your mind, your heart of hearts, uh, you know, maybe even consciously that it's not necessarily true. So you just you want it to be true so bad that you end up turning a blind t- blind eye to it in hopes that it will come to fruition in the capacity and hopefully the equivalency to which your passions are inflamed by it. Feels good, and- man. <laughs> Yeah, this all boils down to it feels good. It feels good to uh, I mean, it probably feels good to a lot of these folks who are are currently trying to to go the whole like Second Amendment advocacy route to imagine themselves as the vigilante Justicar who brings their own specific brand of justice and knowledge about uh, human ethics and nature and yada, yada, yada to the social discourse via violence and the power that mm-hmm. that violence affords them. So the, just some random, I, I know we're getting to the, the end here, but just mm-hmm. there are some random factoids here. I haven't read the entire article, but it looks like it looks pretty interesting. It looks pretty extensive. I'll try to read it, but just uh, random facts here. The first publicly funded organized police force with officers on duty full-time was created in Boston in 1838. That means that United States did just fucking fine for like 50 fucking years without any fucking police officers. That's because so they all had guns, Jimmy. <laughs> I don't think they did. I don't think they so did So that's either. fascinating. But to add another layer of it, so that was... Um, in uh blah, 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 Boston, obviously, and that's the 1800s. But then here we got another little tidbit here. In the South, however, the economics that drove the creation of police forces were centered not on the protection of shipping interests, which I guess in the North, that's what police were there for, I guess, making sure that if someone was going to steal some shit, they're like, nah, you can't be still this box of oranges. In the South, instead, uh, it was on the preservation of the slavery system, some of the primary policing institutions, there were uh, the slave patrols tasked with chasing down runaways and preventing slave revolts. Oof. I mean, oof. That, that hurts from a, a couple of different perspectives. Gosh. It's a big oof right there. Yeah, big oof, because here in 2020, it, let's do it it's the same still, thing. It's still oofing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty oofful. Like, shit. Yeah, so I, I'll I just, send you the article if you want to do a little. Yeah, man, send it my way. I, I just wish I would quit like, like flipping over rocks and finding some type like, of horribly disfigured <laughs> worm. You know, oh, this thing that I've accepted my entire life as part of society. It was uh, it it evolved from uh, slave patrols. Cool. Yeah, 
Cool. Uh, not again. Uh, you, I, uh, the, we'll add that onto the wall of scratch marks of the number of times uh, God died. The number of times something I thought was a good institution found out it didn't exist or was actually bad yeah to make matters worse like you keep flipping these little rocks over and you, you know like each one you flip it over and it's like god is dead it's like oh fuck <laughs> like but the rest of the society around you is like don't you dare flip over another rock how fucking dare but, you put it but, back put it back and like but but what about this rock flip over rock cops were, were originally slave patrols oh yeah that seems bad. and they're like you stop it right now you stop it right now don't you dare do it again don't you dare do it again you flip over another rock and it's like uh capitalism can't handle illnesses it's like fuck stop yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah <laughs> flip over another rock and it's like forbearance on your loans can ruin your credit you know <laughs> I'm like what oh no 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 <laughs> not the rock <laughs> yeah i don't yeah well that was fun mm. that was a blast yeah we uh, we just like uh, we just gave our audience a, a pretty sick ear beating man um yeah i guess on that note if you all are interested in telling us about the rocks you recently flipped over you can email us at syndicatepowerment at gmail.com we would love to hear from you there you can also like us on facebook at syndicatepowerment send us a message or you can tweet at us on the twitter at syndicatepower me one we would love to hear from you it would mean a lot to us and if you're listening to us through any of the listening apps out there, please like and review the show. It helps other people find us. Yes, it, it does. Hel- it helps. It helps other people find us. Like it helps slave patrols find slaves. <laughs> and so help me God, if you run from us, we will hunt oh, you down into no. the woods of Mississippi. We will no. ride our horses. No. <laughs> No, you're I, fucked hey, up. That's I, fucked up. I know it's fucked up. <laughs>